Good evening, everybody. This evening, Shir Miyat Hashem is going to carry on with the Shir Shalyom, and we're going to do the Shir Shalyom of Yom Sheni, which is Mizmar Memchet. So the Shir starts Yom Sheni and Mizmar Memchet. Before we begin, if you don't mind, I'd like to do a short Chazorah, a recap of some of the introduction we did to the Shir Shalyom, so we keep focused on, on where, we're, where we're coming from. Its starting point of Shir Shalyom, which we say was in the base of Migdosh, each weekday, including Shabbos Kodesh, after the Karban Tomid, the daily offering, morning and evening, while the Nisuch Hayai and the libation was taking place, the Levian would sing the Mizmah for that day. These are the Mizmah that we say today towards the end of the Shachlis davening. In fact, the un- I was, I, on, on doing some further research, I found that the Achroinim seemed to believe that they were instituted by the Anshe Knesset Hagdolah. It is brought down, the recital is therefore Zeichel Mikdosh, what was done in, in the base of Mikdosh, which is always very exciting because things like the mitzvah of Lulav is also Zeichel Mikdosh. Our introduction of the words with Hayom Yom, Sheini B'Shabbos, whatever, is considered by some as a fulfillment of the mitzvahs assay of Zohar Shema Shabbos Kadcho, which you've got an obligation to do each day. And the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, explains the connection between the day of the week and the Mizmar chosen. So that's just a brief outline of what we're, what we're looking at. And so, therefore, to day two, which is Yom Sheni, and the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Lamed Aleph, that we just quote, says as follows, Tanya Rebbe Yehuda Oimeh, we have learned that Rabbi Yehuda said, Mishum Rabbi Akiva, in the name of Rabbi Akiva, Bishani, on the second day of the week, Mahoya Oimrim, what did they say? So they said, Mizmar Memches, Godol Hashem, Umuhulal Ma'od. Great is Hashem, and he is greatly praised. Why does this Mizmar fit to Yom Shani? Al Shane because, Shechilik Masov, HaKadosh Baruch Hu divided his deeds, and brought sovereignty upon them. He became king over them. Shechilek Ma'asov, he separated his deeds, and ruled over them. So, that's the connecting link, and then we have to go to the Rishonim to find out what this phrase means. Shechilek Ma'asov, he divided his deeds, and therefore, so Rashi says as follows, Have Hivdil, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, separated the Rekiah, the firmament, the heavens, between what was above and what was below, and Hashem elevated himself, and he sat, dwelt, caused his sitting to be on high, dugma, which is a, a direct comparison, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu dwells in Yerushalayim HaKadosh. So, that, Rashi seems to say that uh, the day was a day of division. HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose one area for his, for his dwelling place. Similarly, Yerushalayim HaKodesh, as the Pasuk actually says, Godol Hashem HaMuhulam Od Be'ir Elokeinu HaKodeshoi. That's how the Pasuk reads. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu now makes his dwelling place Be'ir Elokeinu in God's city, HaKodeshoi in his holy mountain. Rebbeinu Chananel explains the the the, 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 the Masov slightly differently but similarly 
um, as follows. And he says, Shinema, as it says, Vayhi Mavdil Bemayim Lomoyim. That Kodesh Baruch Hu separated the upper waters and the lower waters. Now, of course, that Rakiah was what happened. The beginning, bringing into being the firmament, there was upper waters and lower waters. Kachilak HaKodesh Baruch Hu, similarly, and this is the same as Rashi, HaKodesh Baruch Hu divided Ubocha and chose Yerushalayim, Venikra Iroi, Irhelekenu, and it's called the city of Hashem, and HaKodesh Baruch Hu's divine presence is in it. So we have this separation, and HaKodesh Baruch The Marashal goes along the same, same path. Shechilet Masav bein Elyonim l'Sachtoinim v'chein chilet Masav b'Tachtoinim gufo. Even that separation was between the upper and lower worlds, but within, even within this lower world, HaKodesh Baruch made separations. As it says in the Pasuk, and that's Pasuk Dalad, Yifei Noif Misoiz Kolo Oret, fairest of sights, joy of all the earth, Umolach Aleim, as the Prophet continues, Kiryas Melech Rov, city of the great king. So within this world that we're in, Prophet Gimel, sorry, Prophet Gimel, uh, within this world that we are, there was also a separation. Okay, so it's separating the upper waters, lower waters, separating the Tachter Melyonim, finding his dwelling place, Bamorim, on high, and also on down on this earth, HaKadosh Baruch separating that which there is, and separating off Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, Kodesh, to be his. Right. The Natsiv also takes this line, but he actually just writes it so beautifully that, that it, it's worthwhile quoting. And he quotes the Gemara on what they say on day two, God Hashem because our Kodesh Baruch divided his, his work and ruled over it. Pirish. Siv, as it is written in Novi, Hashumayim Kisiv Oret Hadoim Ragli. Ragloi that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's seat, his dwelling place, is in heaven, for HaOretz, and the world, is Hadam Radlo, his footstool. Kamo Melech, just as a king, Sheyoshev Be'ir Malchusoi, he sits in his capital city, Omach Shavto, but his thoughts, Al Hamadino, is on the whole province, over the whole land that he rules over. Kach HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyocho, similarly HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be compared to this king, Kisroi Vashumayim, his throne, is in heaven. However, he deals with the world that we live in. But then, and this happened, this was brought about by Yom Hasheni. made the firmament that, that divides between the upper worlds and the lower worlds. And in that which HaKadosh Baruch Hu divided his activity, Within this world, he also divided off Yerushalayim from the rest of the world. Just like the king, although his constant and permanent dwelling place and his major dwelling place is going to be in his capital city, nonetheless, he has got palaces for Medina Gamkain all over the province. That he has, although his major dwelling place is Hashemayim Kisi and his Hakolish Bokhu dwells in heaven, nonetheless he has a palace on this world, the Beit Hamikdash in, 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 in Yerushalayim Herakodes. So, again, the same idea, and this comparison to the Melech also reflects what Chazal said, Shechilik Masav Umolach Aleihem, he became king over them. 
So that's Yom Sheni, that's the connection, the connecting link. But to go a little bit further about Yom Sheni, um, sorry, I don't want to uh, sort of get involved in reading lots and lots of Roshna Kodesh to you. However, there is a fascinating Rebbeinu B'chai on Perek Aleph of Reish's Pasuk Dalad, which is certainly, he, he, he puts together all the component parts of what a lot of the Mepharshim says. So we're talking about Rishai, and just listen to this. The Medrash, he quotes the well-known Medrash, Why do we find in the creation that a Kodesh Baruch Hu does not give the accolade of Kitov to the second day of the week? And all the others, he says, Tov, Tov, not only Hashem, Ulefi, because Shabo Nivra Gehenim. Gehenim was was created on Yom Sheni, so calling it Tov might not be the nicest possible accolade, but Chazal also explained Lefishiboy Nivra Hamachloikas splits, divide, was also created. Shinema, as it says, Vehimavdil Ben Moyim Lamoyim. Kadosh has now created a world where you've got a dichotomy. You've got two parts to it. You've got there's two. There's a there's a, 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 a systematic part of creation of being a total whole, and now becoming into two diverse on occasion different. And therefore, if there's machlokas created, you can't actually use the word kitoyim. Omagav Tavyoimi says the Medrash, Oma machlokas yu letikun ha'olam, or yeshuvoi, lokasiv boi kitoyim. And if, concerning that which was needed for the world's creation, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Pirud, and he created its diversity, and nonetheless he doesn't call it kitoyim, because it's, it, it's in its, fundamentally flawed, it's now going to have machlekas, and the HaKadosh Baruch did it because the world needed it, machlekas yilag buvoshel oilam, like Kol Shekein. There were machlekas, which is to bring down and, 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 and destroy the world order, certainly Kitov is not something to say about it. That's the Medrash. But obviously that wasn't a period. I thought of that question as well. Mm-hmm. I looked in the first and I couldn't actually see, but there, what happened was, I think, the difference is Or and Cheshach were two totally separate things. They weren't actually divided. Mm-hmm. He took the waters, which Be'emus were one, and separated them to two. I think that's, what, that, that, that's the meaning. I, I thought the same question. That, that, was, that was the answer that passed through my mind. But, but who make it's not completely. Yeah, but you've got the week yeah. day and the week. It's not the Chalaka. It is. It is. I'm sorry. Ben No. 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 So what do we call it? Abdullah. separation. A proper separation. So again, I have finished the Shabbos day. One Machlok. I suppose Abdullah and Machlok have got similarities. I. I will please have a look that up. It comes with the word chiluk. It comes with the word chiluk to separate, to divide. I, have I, I, separation. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say I don't know. I believe that I will look up if anybody comments on the differences between Havdol and chiluk. Okay. Ubiyo Inyan says and to explain this, Shahasheni, the second day of the week, tchilas hashinui. Is beginning of all change. There is a change in creation. Or the Kachnik 
And that is why the word is Shani, because it has within it the connotation of Shinui, of change. And this is phenomenally important. And this is the cause, all that is divided and different within creation comes from day two. And that which the Medrash writes, that the Machlokas and Gehenna were created on that day, to think about this, anybody who actually awakens Machlokas will actually get his punishment in due course. We learn it is a day of danger. There's a, obviously a chazal that says one shouldn't... You ever had Monday morning feeling? Now you know why. <laughs> now you know why. Now you know why. <laughs> because we have a Sunday. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Working out your soul starts on your mission. We don't start on your mission, right? So, it is within the etzim of the day, within the actual formulation and fabric of, of, of the second day of the week, there is this period resonating in creation. The same as you find later on about the Yom Talad on Wednesdays, Askara hits children, uh, asthmatic beings on Wednesdays, always far. Uh, you, you, know, you, once, you once told me there was always sunshine every day of the week. There was always sunshine. You have within the fabric of creation what the day gives to that to that day. Exactly how it works is beyond us a little bit, but this is what the Rebbeinu B'chai is telling us. And therefore, similarly, you don't eat in pairs. So, for example, that's what the Chazal say, you shouldn't eat two at a time or drink two drinks at a time. You usually drink three or one. That's why you have three lechayims because you can't drink two. <laughs> one is certainly not enough. You know, Chazal, actually, Chazal certainly is saying no. Chazal is certainly saying that zugos, where you've got chiluk, is the most dangerous thing in the world. We have to. We, 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 right. Let, let, we'll come back to it. Wear a pair of shoes. Let's let's go back. Let, let, let's let's take slowly. Let, let's take let's take it slowly. Go back. We're just working through the Rabbeinu B'chai is teaching us that Chilot is a danger to the world it's a danger to the people of the world it had to be done but nonetheless it's not good and he says this Machlekes this differentiation it is the beginning of all Machlekes and its root cause and he goes on it's the cause of all causes after this and from that day onwards the actual Bria changed what HaKadosh Baruch wants on the third day HaKadosh Baruch says and the world did not do what it was told and it said a change from what God wanted Berevi, on the fourth day, we had Kitrugaha Lavana. The Lavana criticized and said, Can't be sun and moon the same size. So I had to make them say there was a Machlaikas. The Chamishi, we find that the Leviathan, its pair was, was salted and killed and salted away for the, for the, for the Tzadikim, the Osid Lavai. Again, and on Shishi, 
So within creation, it's a fascinating piece of Rebbeinu B'chai. Once we have, within the fabric of creation, it never ever terminated. In fact, it got worse. And it is a cause of all the Imkain. And if this is so, how in Metzina B'chala Yom Masha Yom Sheni in Kitrud V'Shinoi Kavonu Upirud Alright, now, there are, there are within creation, and one's got to think about it, I'm not, not, I'm not answering the question really, and there are things which are, have a period, a natural period, and yet have to come together. So, cloth and colour, Odom and Chava were created as one. They were separated. And their toy Ellis and Tachlis is only met when they come back together again. To Echod. So I would suggest, and I don't have no more for this, I would suggest that within Bria, part of our Tachlis Hachayim is in some way to negate the Machlekas of Yom Sheni. Of putting it back in its order, in its correct, as it should be. So in other words, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just suggesting, I have no proof of it at all, but when we say, for instance, there is a change in the 8th pre and the pre-8, our brochas elevate that to what it should be. We, we make a bracha on a pre-8, we use it for mitzvahs, we take the esrog, which did not do what, according to at least one medrash, the esrog did what our Kodesh Baruch who said in the first place, and it was an 8th pre, not a pre-8, and therefore 8th service of pre shoven, they taste the same, etc., so there is elements, certainly within creation, that are trying to put this back in balance. But we have here, uh, uh, by the way, the Tzadok HaKohen also goes down this same path, and he brings two or three very, very interesting things. Um, for example, Machlekos L'Shem Shemayim. Machlekos L'Shem Shemayim is Kayim. So where is the Shem Shemayim? And he says that Hepoch of Koirach. And we'll see, Shem is more than a Koyach. Right? Hepach of Koyach, the opposite of Koyach. Koyach was not the Shem Shemayim, but you do have Machlokes, which is the Shem Shemayim, based Shammai Shama and Hillel, and, and, and it works. And then he also brings that the Emmas in the Obvious, you find the same thing. Avram came along, and his middle was the middle of Chesed Avraham, and along comes Yitzchok and takes the other extreme. Gvurah. But this is a total divergence from and, and then Yankov comes along and has to tell that. He doesn't say this, but the, uh, the correlation is Yankov comes along and synthesizes the both. It makes Tiferet. So that's what I'm saying. Perhaps we've got a message here, not just that the Bria was, in the fabric of Bria is, is Machlekas, but we have some sort of ob- obligation to try and synthesize Machlekas and put it right where we can. And therefore you have to mind now, you have your Havzolah and Kodesh L'chol, and all the Mephoshim say, you should take the Kedusha of Shabbos with you into the week. <laughs> you know, in other words, synthesize it, put it together, but re- reinstate uh, this period. We are Beinem. It finds the middle path. I, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know, I have no right to what I've just said, but Ulai. Another thing, and I was said from the early stages of this year, with what I say, you are free to argue and disagree with no problem at all. But I have another ulai, another perhaps I'd like to take shot, and that is as follows: the, the, the Mefarshim ask a question on the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. We've just learnt from the Gemara of Rosh Hashanah. Sorry, sorry.
had on the table and then put it away. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah tells us, on Yom, what do we say on Yom Sheni? We just quoted it. It says, on Yom Sheni, what do they say? God Hashem Hashem and he ruled over them. And we said one of the fundamentals is the Malchus from the Natsir, we said. And then, what do they say on Yom Shishi? Right? Beshishi Haya Omrim. On Friday, what do they say? Hashem Moloch Geos Lovesh. So when did HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Malchus come into being? Day two or day six? But he needed a man. Yeah. Right. But when did Malchus come into being? I want to say that is pshat. Whole group of just as we've learned concerning, just as we've learned concerning Machlekas, it started on day two and went con- on all the way through there until it touched on Machava as well. Similarly, the Malchus Shomayim that started on day two also went further and further. As, as soon as there was a multiplicity of creation more and more HaKadosh Baruch's Malchus became apparent until Hashem Moloch Geos on day 6 when man was there a Melech Beloi Om and you need people to be king and therefore they were brought into being and that is when HaKadosh Baruch's Malchus was complete the same as Machlekas has this roll on effect from day 2 similarly Malchus had roll on effect from day 2 if you want a more yeah, uh, it should have said Kitai. Yeah, maybe it should have. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. If you want a more, um, uh, more esoteric uh, answer to that question, the Pachad Yitzchak on Rosh Hashanah actually has a very, very in-depth appraisal of, also he puts it together with the uh, Nisach HaMayim on, on, on Shemini Ateris and it's got a whole, whole big It's not for us. And it's not for me anyway. <laughs> um, which brings us to the Pasuk Aleph. Shir Mizmar Livnei Kairach. The Shir song, Mizmar song. Now, the art scroll translates it very interestingly. He says as follows, a song with musical accompaniment. That is what Shir Mizmar can mean. A song with musical accompaniment. Um, Ibn Ezra states that the title Shir Mizmar and Mizmar Shir share the same meaning. Therefore, one translator here follows and used as Mizmar Shir. See commentary on Perek Lamad Posuk Aleph for further explanation. Okay. The Zohar HaKadosh comments on the double expression of Shir Mizmar. And it says as follows, Rabbi Abba Posach, Rabbi Abba opened his remarks concerning this Mizmar, Shir Mizmar Livnei Koirach, Shir Hazeh, and this is the Rosh Kurdish translation of the Aramaic. Shir Hazer, this song, who Shevach Ha'ola al Kol Shvachim, is the praise which uh, goes over and above any other praise of Akadosh Baruch Hu. Shezochu Bnei Koirach l'shabeach lo, that the Bnei Koirach merited to praise Hashem with. Shir Mizma Shu Loshen Koful, it is a double expression. This teaches us Shevach al Shevach, praise upon praise. Shevach Shnis. A praise which is divided into two praises. Again, we have the duplicity. Shir Mizmar. In a good way. Shir Mizmar. There are praises. Zoycha to it. It's a tremendous praise. And the Zoya also finds a connection with the Bnei Koirach to this Mizmar. Because when did Bnei Koirach compose this Mizmar? 
says the Zohar Kodesh, the famous Gemara Sochim, that when the earth opened up to swallow Korach, his sons went down with him, but they did Teshuvah, they sat on the pepper of Gehenim, they <coughs> sat on the opening of Gehenim, <coughs> did Teshuvah, and were saved. And at that point, they said, They would have descended into the, in, in, with their father into Gehenim. It was a day too that Gehenim was created, and so this is an appropriate Mizmah for the day because of that story so it's Mizmah Korach that in fact the fact that it was written by the Bnei Korach is a connecting link to Yom Sheni because Gehenim was created on Yom Sheni and these are the Bnei Korach that were saved from Gehenim via doing Teshuvah there's quite a lot from Bnei Korach yeah this seems to be the I, I, do all, I don't think they all start with Shem I think that's, that's, that, that is the difference yeah. I think that's, that's the difference this one starts Shem Isma yeah, and then you have to look yeah. through. I, 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 I gave a quick, quick, uh, quick perusal. Right. Do they have them on a Monday? Exactly. Yeah, I have to look and say, oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, Ulai, I would, would like to add here as well. We see here again separation, chiluk, or duality. Um, and what is this duality of sheer amizma? perhaps one could explain it with the words of the Malbim the Malbim makes a differentiation between Shir and Zeme and he says as follows that Shir is all inclusive of all matters including that which is profane you can say a Shir about anything even Dovah Choyl can have the word Shir attached to it whereas Mizma um, yeah Mizma Zeme is referred only to that which is, pertains to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. So Shir is an overarching word for song, and Zemer, in Lashon HaKodesh, would refer to that which refers to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. So he says, that is Pshat in the Posuk, Oshir Hashem B'chayai, my life I will sing to Hashem, because that is in totally inclusive of everything, Right? When it comes to praising HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then I use the word Zem. That's how the Malbim explains the difference in the Posuk. So we see what's the dichotomy between Shir and Mizmar is Olam Hazer and Olam Habot. Choyl and Kodesh. All-encompassing praise from all the world and the individual's praise to Hashem. The Malbim adds one little thing. He says, therefore, the order is always Shir Mizmar, but you know, it's not. You have Mizmor Shechan of Shabbat. I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, Mizmor Shechan of Shabbat. They were, they flicked through my mind. So, I don't, I don't, that bit of the Malbim I didn't quite, but I left it to one side because it's not really germane to what, what I want. Whichever way around you're going to learn it, whether it's that way or that way, the Shira and Mizmor, though, do show, according to Malbim, this duality. And perhaps that is a good reason, again, for choosing this for day two. Because day two is the duality of Machlekes, as we as we've said. Okay, Pasuk base, Godal Hashem Muhul Ma'od, Behir Elokeinu Harkadshoi. The Redak and Rashi, but the Redak says this Mizma refers to Yomot HaMashiach, and Rashi writes, Behir Elokeinu, in the, in the city of Hashem, Laosid Lovoi Kishibane Iroi, in the future when his city was to be built. The Mepharshim explain that during Golos, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's name is incomplete. 
during the exile, kiss a case al case ka, yod al case ka, the ain kisse shalom, ain shmoy shalom at this moment in time. When will Hashem's name be complete? Laosid lovoi, where it says, Beir elokeinu, so Godol Hashem. That is Godol, the greatness of Hashem's name will be complete and very praised when Beir elokeinu with the building of the Beis Hamikdash. It says a lot of Nefoshim learn on that derech. But also, that is the only place where Kodesh Baruch Hu's name is ever said in full with its vowling as we as going God did on Yom Kippur, etc., etc. The only place you ever hear the Shem and Fayosh. Shem and Fayosh was only in the Mokham Hamikdash. Was only in the Mokham Hamikdash, and that is very interesting. Oh, this falls into my mind. The Maharal's brother wrote a sefer called Sefer Chaim, Sefer Chaim, and he writes there. He brings the Chazal that in Gevulin. Outside of Echisol, when we hear at the end of a Baruch, we say Amen. In the base of Migdosh, they said Baruch Shem Kavay Machus Elam Vaed. That's Hagufa, because that is the only place where you heard Hashem's name in full. So Baruch Shem Kavay Machus Elam Vaed. The name of his uh, ultimate name is only in the base of Migdosh. Whereas we are out in Golos Amen from the word Emunah, we believe what we're hearing. Baruch Atah Hashem, and it's Hashem's not name is in full. So the Mokam Migdosh was the name of him in full. Which brings us to the end of the show, and uh, sorry, it's a little shorter. Um, a, a, a very fascinating Rav Hirsch. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that when um, the translator translated from the German, they did a good job. I, I found it fascinating. Greatness, which is an obvious statement, greatness is a relative concept and denotes that which surpasses all things in its own category. And therefore, it is obvious that a big fly is not nearly as large as a small horse. Love to hear that in German. In other words, what, what Rav Hirsch is saying here is when you talk about great or small, it must be in a comparative situation. And therefore, what is God or Hashem? How do you understand God al Hashem? So he says as follows, Hence, great is the Lord is a statement indicating, in inverted commas, He, that is Hashem, surpasses every concept that man might have of the power and divine force that rules and shapes the world. It is greater than whatever we can imagine. It is within that power structure of deity that God al Hashem, He's supreme in godliness whatever that means again we, we, we haven't got a, we haven't really got a, mar, a, a measuring stick we haven't if you can't if you compare two children's height or the fly and the horse we've got a measuring stick here we, what what are we going to measure it up against yeah we, we say in Tehillim you know there's no comparison so he's but even if you could turn your mind I love Hirsch doesn't say this I'm, I'm just um, uh, uh, amplifying what I, what I believe him to mean that even if you were to have some sort of measuring stick for Elokus you still would not be able to conceive or comprehend what it means to be God or Hashem that it's beyond our comprehension We see here, again, from the whole Mizmah, 
that there's a separation of Yerushalayim and the base of Mizosh from all the lands and places of the earth. Hashem is there, finds his resting place and dwelling place. But there is one chiluk that hasn't been mentioned at all in what we've learned so far, and that is Ben Yisrael La'amim. That is also a chiluk. And just like two diverse opinions, it takes great difficulty to bring them together, and sometimes they are diametrically opposed, that they really have no substance for comparison. So if you go back to the original divergence of the Mayim, it was the Mayim that that cried before Hashem and said, we don't want to be the Mayim we want to be close to you. And that's why they got Nisach HaMayim on, on Chag, on Sukkot. But they cried because there was a period between... Now that was diametrically opposed. It could not be put right. Once HaKadosh Baruch divided them with the Rekiah, they were down below. There, is, there are elements in the world in which we live which are so diametrically opposed that there really isn't any connecting factor. And that one of those is, in my opinion, Ben Yisrael Amin. We have no comparative structure that there is anything similar. I'm sorry to sound like this, and I know it's on tape, but there is Ben Yisrael Amin. We are Yisrael. If we keep what we are supposed to keep, now the Erelekeinu will be back at Erelekeinu and the Geula will come and the Sheikh will come and there will be a repair of all these things which are now diametrically opposed but that is with the Osid Lovoy and we all done for that should come from here with your Amen Thank you so so much for coming this